This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply. I was flipping through the channels the other day, but there was nothing good on us. Yes, that's right. Nothing But Netflix is back once again. And this week, we're talking about a Netflix phenomenon known as Is It Cake? And here with me to talk about the things that are real, things that are cake. A man who is not cake is Chappelle. Chappelle, how are you? (laughs) Rob, I've been told I was cake before. (laughs) Make no mistake. Yes, yes. (laughs) Chocolate, <laughs> to be exact, with nuts. <laughs> At least that's what they tell me. Could have like a me. praline situation. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. You'd yes. be surprised. It's, it's, it's painfully obvious sometimes. What's up, Rob? Yes, Chappelle, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. How, how are you? What's I, been going on? Just, you know, podcasting away, talking about uh, all these crazy shows. I was excited to be back here with you. Are you a big cake guy? Uh, in what context? Like desserts. Oh yeah, <laughs> sometimes I eat, I I eat a you know like a living like a normal cake. Like I don't like a wedding cake uh, cakes with a, like a lot of like fondant fondant fondant. You know, fondant. that's the word yeah, of the I'm day. Not, it is the word of the day. But you know, I'm not a big like uh like like uh, extra shit on cake. You know, like I like like give me like the cake like the basic cake with a little maybe like a little frosting, but that's it. Like I don't want a wedding cake, a birthday cake, sheet cake, none of that. Um, I'm good. Okay. And have you ever had a cake that was supposed to be something else? No, no, no. But now I'm kind of intrigued. Like, for, there was a, a moment, you know, in during like uh, the, the peak of like the quarantining yeah. where you get on Twitter and everything is cake and it was just driving me crazy. Um, but now that I've watched the show, I, I don't think I would be upset if somebody handed me like a laptop that was a cake. I think it'd be okay. <laughs> yeah. You know, okay. Like a payphone that was a cake. You know? <laughs> a payphone. Wow. That, that should be yeah. the first tip off that it was cake. Why? <laughs> Why? You don't see payphones often, Rob? No, no there are no more payphones. Get out more, Rob. You don't know. No, you're right. You're right. If somebody handed you a payphone that's a cake, just don't touch it. If, mm-hmm. if you even see a payphone, just don't touch it because it's got to be gross. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe Ew. if you were at like a Maroon 5 concert. Oh my God, no. No, 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 no. I'm trying to sing it, but I can just know where I can get that From the Maroon note. 5 concert, you have a payphone cake. Yeah. 
if happy never after or was it, yeah if happy ever after never ends or whatever did exist i don't know the lyrics <laughs> okay. just know it's not cake just know it's not cake. all right so uh one, one of the first podcasts that i did with this person we talked about an episode of catfish and this is kind of like cake fish where it's they trick you <laughs> it's not really it's not really the thing you thought it was it was cake please welcome in maggie morgan maggie how are you Hi, Rob. Hi, Chappelle. You know, it's so funny. We talked for about 20 minutes before this podcast started. And I was like, this dog, I'm dog sitting. He's like going to be chill. He did not say a peep. And literally the second you started recording, he went crazy. So hopefully he chills out the rest of the podcast. Maybe I should give him some cake to calm him down. Um, I agree with you, Chappelle. I have strong feelings on cake, too. Like, I completely agree because I hate like excessive frosting, like yes. excessive buttercream frosting. I will literally wipe it off the cake and just Preach. eat the cake. Um, my favorite cake, maybe this is just like indicative of childhood, are those boxed cakes. I love them so much. What's a boxed cake? It's like the Duncan Hines boxed cake that you uh, get at the grocery okay. store that your mom makes you for your birthday. Like mm-hmm. if I would rather eat that $2 boxed cake any day over a bakery cake. Mm-hmm. Like hands down. Um, but this series, like I honestly went in being like, oh my gosh, this is going to be so bad and stupid. I have a hot take and it's mm. that I found it completely delightful. Delightful. I did. Yeah. I yeah. liked it. I thought it was great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Ma- so Maggie, Rob and I talked about the, the great British baking show mm-hmm. and and Rob really enjoyed it, but I get the sense that Rob doesn't have strong feelings about this one, but I agree with you, Maggie. I think that this is like, this is some lighthearted, good, fun TV. It's a competition in a way that the Great British Breaking Show just is not because mm-hmm. there's no mm-hmm. there's no prize on that show. It's just like a plate. Um, but here they're trying to win money. <laughs> and so I was very excited to get into the, the competition aspect of the show. And I was still trying to work out how the tournament really works because there's a mm-hmm. whole format. Like you really need to watch them in order. Um, but it was a good time. I agree. Yeah, I would say just to give my quick uh, take that I feel like that the parts where they are deciding, is it cake, were fun. Like, I feel like that I I could enjoy this more as if this was sort of like a 10 minute episodes of just like, keep bringing out the things, is it cake? (laughs) I did not care about the making of the fake cakes in the way that I really did enjoy the great British bake off that I felt like I really enjoyed like the craftsmanship of like what went into each thing. Cause I felt like that that was serious. You were making a serious cake. I, like I didn't care necessarily so much about how you're making a fake shoelace. Yeah. I feel like Rob though, this comparison of like great British bake off to this show is sort of like comparing like, Moonlight to like Tyler Perry's Medea's home. Like it's just like not the same. <laughs> like how thing. dare you, Maggie? You know, you know you? like they both have value, right? People love mm-hmm. both of them. Mm-hmm. But like it's, it's not like the Great British Baking Show is like the best home bakers. They get off of the show and they're massive celebrities mm-hmm. in England. Like Chappelle, you're like, they don't win money, but they do because they win like careers as bakers, mm-hmm. like truly like spinoff shows, cookbooks, everything. They become massive celebrities. And this show is like, they're going to walk away with that five grand. And that's probably all they're going to get from the show. And maybe some Instagram followers, you know, mm-hmm. but like, yeah, 
the and it's like very sticky this versus the other one like great british baking show which is about like craftsmanship and this is like the shtick of like how well can you make something look like another thing but i felt like the show itself is a cake like knew what it was because it's from the production company that does nailed it which is also like very self-aware so i felt like they came in like what would have sucked is if they came in like acting like it was great british bake-off like level like serious and yeah they were like the shoelace is specific but like then mikey day had like a giant sword and was like stabbing a money bag like Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. they they knew that it was like camp fun you know so that made it easier for me to digest Mm -hmm. right so for any of the listeners who like maggie don't necessarily watch the content but they just listen to the podcast every week (laughs) it's very simple it's psychological warfare Talented bakers make hyper-realistic cakes with the goal to fool our judges. At least that's how they describe it. And so, yeah, the people are baking cakes to appear like everyday objects. And we talked about the first two episodes here where I guess like the themes were like, can you make this cake look like uh, fashion? And can you make this cake look like other random foods? And so, yeah. yeah, fast foods. And so, yeah, throughout, they're not taking themselves very seriously because they know I'm trying to make this cake look like three tacos, you know, so this can't be that serious. Um, but they do take a lot of care into actually making the cake. We just don't have to sit through the nuance of all that. They tell us what the ingredients are, but they're not giving us the ins and outs of like their baking struggles. They're just more like talking yeah. about the decorating struggles. I guess that's more of the, uh, the content here. Just to like put it more succinctly, my feeling is an episode of Is It Cake? Doesn't need to be 37 minutes. Sure. Mm, could have been an email. Yeah. <laughs> could have been could have been an email. I mean, hard agree. Yeah. I think it could have been a tight 25. Right. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. th- these could have been TikToks. Let's be very clear. <laughs> they <laughs> like, were. Yeah. <laughs> some of them were. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, I agree. Like it might be a, a, a pinch too long. Cause you know, like you could have squeezed, like they could have done six seasons of this within like a month, honestly. Um, But I do have questions about the timing because it seemed like every episode is over the course of eight hours and they make the peanut galleries kind of sit there and watch them for eight hours. Yes. It must be very boring to not be selected (laughs) as one of the bakers who do not get into the game that day. Yeah. Because you have to watch. You have to sit there for, and I, I cannot believe these people are sitting there for eight hours, but like that we are led to believe that, okay, if you do not get selected, they do like a mini competition to determine who's going to be up first. And then if you don't get selected, you have to sit over in the corner like the and watch. the price is right. Yeah, but it's also so you can strategize, you know, so you need to know who your competition is going to be. You can watch them, but it's eight hours. There's no way I'm sitting anywhere for eight hours and watching somebody make I- a cake. I imagine that they're probably there for two of the eight hours, like getting the shots of them sitting there because I feel like the eight hours, like there were had to have been huge holes in like the people's construction because Mm. I mean, they had to bake a full cake, bake and cool a full cake. So, and that's two hours of time, right? So that's two hours of time before they even started decorating to try to make it look like, you know, whatever the, other thing is that they're trying to make it look like. So I imagine that it's like, okay, you guys bake the cake. We're going to go to lunch and we'll be back. <laughs> right. Yeah. What, once you put it in the oven, it's kind of like, well, what are we doing here now? You know, like, yeah. just like sit here and, and chill. Um, but I enjoyed it, Rob. I even enjoyed the format, you know, like, so they start off yeah, with let's the first challenge. The format. Yeah. You get 
find that cake. That is the first segment of the episodes. Um, it's where they bring out like uh, they'll bring out six different items and you have to from probably what 30 yards away <laughs> determine if this item on a pedestal is the actual food or is it cake. You have to you know, be able to eyeball it from across the room which one is cake. And I just think that is probably a big ask. Don't you uh, Maggie? Yeah, I mean, well, that's the reason that the show works. Like, there's mm-hmm. no way that if you were up closer to these things, like, you would ever get somebody getting fooled. Like, the reason that you're 30 yards away is because then you could possibly get fooled. Because, I mean, the skill on these bakers is absolutely incredible. Like, I never could do... I can't even make a regular cake. The boxed cake is as far as I go. But, um, like, I mean, next to a real purse, like, your purse is not going to look like a real purse. So, I think it's just the the... Like, they need to do it that far away in order to make the show work at all. Yeah. Yeah. And this is great. I mean, we get right into the episode. Boom. Episode one, you're putting it on. And within two minutes, Mikey Day is cutting things with a samurai sword. Okay. This is that what I tuned in for to watch. Is it cake? Great. Yeah. I mean, the first the first challenge is to weed out, for my opinion, it was to weed out the frauds, you know, like because if you can't eyeball a cake from 30 yards across the room amongst decoy, um, like normal everyday items, then maybe you don't need to be in this competition. But they ended up just telling them, no, no, go sit to the side because mm-hmm. this is almost tournament style. Right. And so the, pri- the prize money here is that you can win up to ten thousand dollars. And uh, basically uh, in the first episode. And so if you win the main challenge, so you do the find the cake, you move yep. on to the next round, you do the main challenge, you can win $5,000. And then they bring you to like, like, a, like not a fast money, but like a bonus round mm-hmm. where you can win an additional $5,000 equaling up to $10,000. And then if you win that, you stay on and have the next competition uh, with two people. Which of your is fun. Choosing. I like that part of it. Um, going back to the first part, um, my couple of questions are one, is it the same skill set to be able to make fake cakes as it is to identify fake cakes? Mm. Yes, I think so. Because if you're making a fake cake, you're going to know what you have to manipulate to make it look like another thing. Mm-hmm. So that's what you would be looking for when you're, you know, like you're going to look for, okay, are these sesame seeds on this burger real? Mm-hmm. Okay. The shape of the taco, is that real? Like you should be able to identify like the way that if you're um, a musician, you should be able to identify, you know, what the, the music that you're hearing, right. like how the techniques that they're using. I think that that's pretty similar if you're a visual artist, which and is what these bakers are. Secondly, who made these fake cakes? Mm, that's a good question because we don't get any background on the actual where did these cakes. come from right but those are really good are there like, other I, expert I cake makers who are not in the competition gotta be they gotta be do you think these people are like waiting in the wings like if your cake is the one that isn't exposed you get like grandfathered into the next round you're like, oh no you <laughs> think they got like the all-stars in the background you know like i don't know really really doing the heavy lifting when it comes to the cakes because i agree that some of these cakes if you are a cake maker, you probably could say like, that doesn't look like a cake. But for a second, I was very proud of myself because I knew that croissant was not cake. You were I was good like, at this. That cro- well, I knew that croissant wasn't cake. I can't speak on all the rest of them. I did write down the ones I knew and didn't know, and I am very embarrassed to talk about those. But that croissant, I was like, if that's cake, I'm walking out of here because I've eaten a lot of those in my life. Um, those tacos too. Come on now. These, these tacos. 
Yeah. Stop it. Let's talk this through. Maggie, were you good at yourself at identifying what was cake and what was not? Um, no, uh, but I, I did know I, cause the one that was cake, I didn't realize that it was cake, but the tacos, obviously I knew that the tacos were tacos. You could see the ground beef in them, you know, like that's not easily <laughs> manipulated. Um, but, uh, and I thought I was shocked that he picked tacos in the first one. Cause I feel like that's the hardest, the hardest one, because it's just a bunch of Hard stuff, shelf. like yeah. exactly a bunch of stuff layered like all together versus, you know, like a sandwich where they're all laying on top of each other, like connected versus like a bunch of loose things, you know, mm-hmm. on a taco. But no, I wasn't awesome at it. And I'm not going to lie to you. I was not awesome at it, but I feel like that after the first episode, I think I felt like that I learned the trick is that the thing that looks the most perfect is the cake. Mm. Yeah, because it's harder to put the natural details of like a taco shell and, Mm -hmm. you know, lettuce and like in in the second episode, of course, like the purses had like the leathers and the stitching and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. It's like, yeah, it's like if you if you like meticulously put this thing together as cake, then it's going to be very smooth in areas that it probably would have a lot more texture to. And they do a good job of trying to import like like implement some of that and texture. uh, But like. Like when it comes to the fast food, they were looking at these burgers and they're like, those sesame seeds, those are the immaculate ass sesame seeds. I don't think those sesame seeds are real. Like that, I ain't never seen a sesame seed that perfect. And they were right, you know? So I think the, you probably are onto something right there. Yeah. Maggie, it's just I, like when we talked about uh, catfishing that, you know, <laughs> if you're being catfished by somebody who's like uh, this, like perfect, like 10 out of 10, it's yeah. like, oh, this is fake. This, is yeah. like, this person's not or just like, hey, how are you? Yeah, you'll have better success if you use a six out of ten person's photo yes. for catfish. That's the secret to is it cake too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have a controversy. like maybe yes. I think there was controversy in the first episode. Oh. I don't know if we want to get into this Please. already. But no, I have a it. problem with the winner of the first episode. No, no, no. Johnny had to fi- like he was given the same tools everybody else was given and he gamed the system, Maggie. It was okay. strategy. Well, what, what do you want from the man? Yeah. Wh- <laughs> why do you feel like he cheated, Maggie? He put fake like cake stuff on the decoy ones. How is yeah. that allowed? How is that allowed? Wait. Yes. Emerging so game for play. the listeners. It is. Listen, for the listeners. They give them the they give them the 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 time to make their cake, but then about halfway through, Mikey Day brings out other like non cake uh potential like decoys that you can use in your presentation. So you can like um utilize this thing to make your cake look less like cake or more like cake. But it's normally just like an uh, everyday like you know item like the tacos or something like that. So Johnny. Um, our baker who's only been baking for three years he's like i'm new to the game he actually started during quarantine um as we know people picked up a lot of um you know uh, hobbies and stuff at that time started businesses and he's no different but he decided to use the tacos the real tacos as his decoy by putting the fake tomatoes the cake tomatoes on the tacos so that when the judges from across the room looked at the taco they're like there's no way that that taco is real because that's clearly cake sitting on top of it. And they fell for it. 
How are you allowed to doctor the decoy ones? Like that feels because no, they didn't say like, this is what you can use. They said, these are the decoy ones that are going to be up there. They're, they're going to guess which one is cake out of five. These are the four other ones that are going to be up there and you have to make a fake one. Use that as reference to what you are doing. <laughs> they did not say anything about doctoring. So what, for the purse one, should they have put iced one of the sides of one of the purses? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just like, just put some uh, fondant on it. <laughs> I'm like, fundamentally mm-hmm. against fundamentally. what Johnny did. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Well, I mean, obviously it wasn't against the rules because they would have stopped him and not allowed him to do it. But I don't know. Maybe they had to change the rules after the first episode. I don't know if we didn't uh, watch every episode of the series. Maybe they do that more. But Maggie, you're not alone on IMDb on the first episode. The top review says shockingly bad and winning by cheating. What is there to say? <laughs> Literally everyone on the show is being annoying, but the host takes the cake and the first winner clearly cheated. If that's an easy way to get $10,000, then just send some to me. And to quote the cheater, I am so broke. <laughs> Look, relatable content. I, John, Johnny knew and understood the assignment. He said, I have to, like, the goal here is not to make a cake that, like, they love. Don't get me wrong. Taste comes into consideration later on in the season. But yes. the first thing you have to do is get the judges to make a bad decision about the cake. They don't have to know yours is cake. They just have to think that one of these other items is cake instead they just got to get it screwed up you have a one in five chance of getting these judges to select wrong and the problem here is less with the format and more with the judges because all three of the judges have 20 seconds to come to a consensus vote on which one of these five items is cake and if you see like big ass cake tomatoes sitting on this taco you're just going to instinctively click it you're just going to pick the tacos I do not fault Johnny for what he did. If they didn't want him to do it, they should have made the rules more clear. I don't know, Maggie. I'm against you on this one. Well, I think that it's so interesting, Chappelle, because you're like, I think that fundamentally the way that the show is marketed is different than the way that you just described it, where it's like the goal of the show is to trick the people into thinking your cake is real. And the way you just described it is the goal of the show is to trick people into picking something else as cake. Yes. So, (laughs) So, yes, that makes sense to me, like perfectly. But the problem is when you're watching the very first episode, of the show and you're like all right he's gonna make a cake so realistic and then the only reason he (laughs) wins is because he like put his very obviously fake tomatoes that are on his cake Mm -hmm. overloaded it onto real tacos it's like well what are we even doing here i really wonder if this is the first episode and clearly it's the first episode because they they play like in a tournament style and and i wonder if like that nobody had thought of this before and nobody Mm -hmm. had said you can't do that and there isn't somebody like necessarily like policing like to make sure that you are not doing that and i wonder if they have a conversation after that for the first episode to change that rule moving forward i'm good with it i'm really good with it because again these are supposed to be the judges. They're supposed to be the experts. You're not supposed to be looking for obvious things that are like that. Is a, you should be able to look across the room and say that is a taco with cake on it. But instead, they're like, well, the easy Who way out is to pick that? that one because it. 
they're the judges. They're supposed to be the, the experts. No, like, you know, I mean, it's you know? like Fortune Feimster. I'm not sure if she's like a baking expert. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, yeah, that's true. It's not like they brought in like the world's top top <laughs> baking gurus. Yeah, here. like here's yeah. some comedians. It's, yeah, it's not yeah. Allison Roman and Christina Tozzi. Okay, mm-hmm. it's you yeah. know Michael Yo. Michael, I'm sure Michael Yo is a good baker in his own right. I just don't think this is yeah. the, the place where I would have it's him not judging Paul Hollywood. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. So no Mary Berry. No wrong. Mm-hmm. Okay. If Paul Hollywood says it's cake, damn it, it's cake. I don't know. But like, <laughs> if he says it's cake, we're yeah. eating it, Chappelle. Yeah. Uh-huh. Laptop or not, I'm tired. We're gonna taste it. I'll bite right into that payphone. <laughs> Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We haven't talked a lot about Mikey Day as uh, the host of the show. Mikey Day, of course, a uh, SNL veteran. Uh, Maggie, what did you think about Mikey Day? He hosted the show. Yeah. Oh, you didn't um, like he, he did No, no, no. I thought that I I thought that the show itself is um because okay, this this is my thought. Um Nicole Byer hosts Nailed It, which is the other mm. show in the production company. Right. Nicole Byer is like I think the best current stand-up comedian out there right now. I think that she is so hilarious and brings such fantastic charisma and i think that mikey day it was his very first time like Mm -hmm. this is his first hosting job he did a great job of keeping it moving i thought that it was really um cute like all of the ways that he was like what is fondant i thought that that was really charming and relatable because again the show knows what it is it knows that the people watching this are not like Allison Roman is not sitting down like, yeah, let's watch. Is it cake? It's like you and me. So he felt sort of like the voice of the the people, you know, like lit, watching and being like, whoa. Um, but I think that like he probably just like will hit his stride a little bit more as it goes along and get more into the competition aspect of it. Cause I felt like it was a bit like, we're all here to have fun. And then like, I, I'm hoping that he will dig into more like, Oh, what an interesting choice. Like, why did you, why are you like, I, I would have questioned Johnny on his, like, 
you know, badass thing where he put all the fake tomatoes. Like, I think that that's like the host, the hosting uh, job within the show that I would want to see, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, like it is funny sometimes, you know, mm-hmm. but the, on the show, I think, I think he did what needed to happen, right? Like he just kind of kept it light because we're just, I mean, like you said, Rob, this is, this could have been a TikTok. This could have been an email. This, he has to be able to like almost like squeeze blood out of a turnip here. You know, like he's mm-hmm. really like, like totally. digging for content to talk about. He's like, Oh, you know, has anybody used their Dresden tool today? And they're like, no. And he's like, Oh, okay. Like I just Googled that. Sorry. You know, so mm-hmm. he's trying. He's trying. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate that. Um, but yeah, he, he's no Nicole buyer, but who is? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Th- the other person I think that's really good at this is I don't know if you ever watched any Lego Masters, but Will Arnett is like in the same sort of role because I think that it's it's tough when people are doing sort of like uh kind of uh not always like exciting tasks. Like it's really on the host in this spot to kind of keep the the show moving and you know keep there there being energy in that spot and i I feel like that mikey day was strong even though i I love mikey day i think he's Mm -hmm. uh you know one of the most like underrated uh snl people both as like a writer and a performer but uh, i feel like that you really need to mix it up with the contestants like uh a lot Uh more uh like and will arnett does a really good job of that on lego masters and i feel like that um i don't know if he didn't want to like disrupt them but i think that you can mess with them I also wonder the pandemic, like, mm-hmm. was he not allowed to get super close to them? Like, cause he was always on his little perch. Like he didn't go oh, from person to person, you know? And so I'm wondering, because I think that the, like the best content out of nailed it, the best content out of um, great British bake off is when they're with, with the person individually. And they're like, okay, so what are you doing? How are you sizing up the competition? What do you think about this? Like, how did it go last time? And he was, ne- he didn't really do that. And I'm wondering if it's COVID restrictions. Right. There were moments where he tried to talk to um, the people who were watching in the gallery, like the other mm-hmm. bakers. And so, yeah, he had, uh, Rob's right. Yeah. Like his, 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 uh, like mixing it up with the contestants would probably be what Mikey Day needs to do here. But he kind of focused on the ones who are watching because then you can go and banter with them where you don't feel like you're interrupting. Um, One of the standouts of the episode was Andrew. It's like a big guy who (laughs) has like all these tattoos and piercings and a huge beard and green hair. And the beard is green. And he's also a pastry chef from Iowa. Yeah, yeah. Uh, The man could be cake and you couldn't tell me different. Like, again, Paul Hollywood said he's cake. I'd bite him. But he's (laughs) a pastry chef from Iowa, you know? And Mm -hmm. so... um, it was fun to see him kind of heckling as well. Mikey Day playing into that. And then as we know, since this is tournament style, we know at some point Andrew is going to be in the hot seat as well. Um, or at least could be in the hot seat. I think you have to get picked. Like mm-hmm. in the next round, the winner, Johnny, he got to pick who he got to go up against. So I wonder if there's a world where everybody doesn't get to participate. In the no, because... Because the people who already went had to sit out. So I think that they just like go down through the... The, like people who have not baked yet. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. That's cool. my guess. I know. Yeah, because I know in the second episode, Johnny does not do as well. And they say, hey, okay, you too will have another chance to bake. And I said, again? Mm-hmm. He already won $10,000. Like, what are you bringing him back for? A tournament of champions? I'm not sure. And so, um, yeah, I, I thought it was weird. But uh, yeah, if Mikey Day had spent more time with the gallery and trying to kind of getting to know the other contestants, I feel like there's plenty of time to do that. Um, like getting to know the people who are upcoming, it'll probably keep you more invested in the show because now you're waiting on episode four. Like, when is this person going to go? Because I'm actually interested to see what Andrew would do. Yeah, I have to say that my 
favorite part of the show was when the judges come in. I enjoyed having the judges there. I felt like that that was really the most fun part because the, the then you have more people who are funny. Uh, it's not just all on like Mikey Day to try to, you know, keep the show funny at that point. And the people they brought in, I thought were pretty fun. And I feel like that, if anything, I feel like that they don't give them enough time to deliberate about uh, what's cake and what's not. Yeah. And also they got to promote other Netflix uh, properties as well. Yes. Right. Because we saw Fresh Fried and Crispy host Dame Drops from Netflix. Um, we saw what's a Fresh actor. Fried and Crispy. That's the name of it. I don't know. His special it's a Netflix uh, show. Yeah. It's probably his Netflix special where he goes around and eats all the fresh fried and crispy uh, foods. But okay. it's on my to do list now because uh, that guy looks like he knows what he's talking about when Let's it comes see. to food. Eat, review, repeat. Okay. Coming to Netflix June 9th of 2021. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, so it's already back. <laughs> like, cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's so fantastic because um, it's like so cool that Netflix has enough. Talent now that has content on Netflix that they're like promoting their other Netflix content. I'm like, they're like a true network, you know, like Battle of the Network Stars or whatever. Like, they, pardon? Yeah, yeah, they already had like a Netflix Olympics. Really? Oh, yeah, they did. Yeah, you yeah, guys should cover it. I didn't even know about it. Yeah, I don't think it got a lot of uh, publicity, but they did. <laughs> no they, kidding. They, they did already do one. Yeah, should they have had like where was Shuby? Yeah, well, yeah, maybe. Well, we didn't finish the entire season, so they so. could really bring in like the circle, like uh, as as hosts. Because in the first episode, they brought in people who you would think know a little bit about mm-hmm. food. They brought in Fresh Fried and Crispy host Dame Drops. They brought in a comedian uh, and star of uh, uh, Sweet and Salty. Um, then they brought in um, uh, a celebrity chef, mm-hmm. Ronnie Wu, and they all know food. So I thought they were going to bring in food connoisseurs uh, and people who like, that would have made know, sense. No, just right, Netflix Chicago? people. Mm-hmm. Right, I, but Where's then Shake on the from Love very, is Blind. <laughs> yes, but then on the next episode, they brought in fashion people because the competition was about making fast, like uh, like shopping mm-hmm. items, well, uh, items of clothing and stuff, purses, shoes. But I'm thinking, no, you want to bring in the food people still, you because the food people should be able to say this is food, you know. And then it ultimately comes down to a taste test, so. They don't really get into a lot of like what's going into making the cake. They talk more about decorating it, but the tasting of the cake really does matter because if the judges can unanimously decide or like if there's a tie and they figure out each person's cake, it comes out to a taste test. And so I'm thinking, yeah, Michael Yo probably knows what a good cake tastes like, but I'm pretty sure you can find a better cake taster, you know, than Michael Yo, especially on Netflix. They have a deep bench, like you said. It's a very interesting choice for the judges, Maggie. Well, you know, like I said, I think the show is self-aware and that this is like lighthearted, goofy fun. So they're going to bring lighthearted, goofy judges on it. It's not Great British Bake Off where we're looking at Paul Hollywood and Mary Berry. Like we have, you know, again, like Michael Yo, Fortune Feenster. I'm looking at the Wikipedia for all of the people that they have. Like Bobby Moynihan is on one. Lonnie Love, hmm. Brittany Broski, like really fun, exciting personalities who um, I feel like it's, you know, because you want, okay, so they have that 20 seconds to pick and you're basically just watching these like celebrity judges like freak out and pick something and that's fun you know like you like to see celebrities under pressure that's that's funny um so i feel like that's sort of that was sort of the idea behind it because you know this is not you know like we're making the most decadent (sighs) 
wedding cake possible for the Queen of England's celebration. Mm-hmm, yeah. Like this is, you know, it doesn't look like tacos. Okay, hold on yeah. a second. So I'm I'm looking at the Wikipedia myself now, and mm-hmm. I'm looking I'm at not. all of the judges that that appear. So episode five, Cake Crashers. The three judges are Arturo Castro. Uh, who's from Broad City and Narcos? Mm-hmm. Uh, John Gabros, uh, who is on uh, Comedy Bang Bang, and Rebecca Black. Where did they get Rebecca Black? <laughs> RB Rebecca Black. Does she have a Netflix property coming up? <laughs> I don't know. I hope so. Um, I guess they recorded on a Friday, maybe. Yeah, you know, like I just wow. don't. Uh, I don't know what what who who called her was she just at home and got like a random phone call like hey this is Netflix do you want to judge our cakes which cake should I eat <laughs> no <laughs> wow that's such a bad joke Rob Rebecca Black I'm gonna watch that one now um that's funny um I wonder if she just has like the same manager as like Lonnie Love. You know, like maybe they were her manager was booking another one of their uh, their people mm-hmm. on the show, and they're like, "Hey, do you want Rebecca Black?" And they were like, "Why not? Sure, get her out you there. Get her out there. She knows about that's cake. very funny. Yeah. Well, Maggie, you mentioned that the judges like are under pressure to make this choice. Is mm-hmm. there any consequence for them not getting the guests in twenty seconds? Does it just default and the person automatically moves on to the next round? Like, why? I, why is there so much pressure on the judges? I think my guess is that they're like, you have 20 seconds and they have the 20 second clock. And then like, if they haven't picked it yet, they just start like yelling. The producers are like, pick, pick, pick. <laughs> and like, it's longer than 20 seconds, but they still want like that frazzled, like, okay. And they press the button. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that it's just like the outside pressure. And I also think that the, it's very obvious to me that these judges like did not know that that's the way that the setup was going to be like i think that they thought that they were going to be like okay this is what we think like and they were going to uh-huh. be able to like sit and do it and like so ve- very clearly all of them are thrown off by like the like 20 second thing it's very funny yeah because you have three judges who are not standing extremely close to each other but they're 30 yards away from the cake and now one judge has the button so yeah. like person in like, the middle has number four yeah, they're like pick more number four, number five, number three. Like just pick. It's twenty seconds. It's two seconds. It's two seconds. Pick. It's like I number pick two, number my, one. Lord. Number right. two number my lord. Two, my lord. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> let's Shrek see what's jokes. behind door number two. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Shrek jokes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you like you pink coladas and getting caught in the rain, Maggie. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You'd love this cake. Um, oh man. <laughs> yeah. It's very weird that they give the power to basically the person in the middle, but the other two people are shouting at them, which one should you pick? But Mikey Day does give them an opportunity to say, okay, well, what were the other guesses that y'all had? And they'll go and embarrass them too and be like, I knew it wasn't that one. Good, because yours was wrong too. Um, but yeah, the added pressure that from the judges is cool. I just really wish there was a consequence. Maybe there is. I didn't watch the entire season yet, but I hope that like if the judges don't get it, they're like maybe the contestants get like a bonus or something like that. Maybe get like they a, get to a little smash extra money. A cake in their face. Something. Give me something. It, you That'd know, be just, festive, Rob. Yeah, that would that honestly be festive. I yeah, think they it, they don't want to like destroy cake like that. It's like they cut it, but then what? they have to, then they eat it. They enjoy it. They don't eat the whole cake though. Like uh, Mikey Day spends most of this episode destroying cake, like mm-hmm. it, to the point where he has a samurai sword. And he's just like, 
destroying mm-hmm. cake. He has like, a samurai sword and like a butcher knife at one point. He's like, ha! And I was like, yeah. oh my god! Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. There's probably more cake wasted here than anything. We haven't really talked about this, but I mean, there's probably better usage of this cake. Once you make it and you cut it, you should just give it to people. Feed mm-hmm. some people. Maybe the people. I don't think there's a live audience. I don't think they never pan to I a feel crowd. Like there but, was you know, people in the audience. Did they pan so, to the I crowd? Think I think I heard like a people, studio uh, audience yeah. button. <laughs> like, yeah, there's like an applause button. I'm sure, but I don't know if I ever saw any. I could anybody, I saw but some I, like uh, limbs, uh, you know, cheering. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like shadowy figures, like doing like fist pumping. Yeah, I'm gonna take a look. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, they yeah. can just distribute it to the crowd. You yeah, know, just hopefully there's a, like a, a food bank nearby, but it's probably some very confused people at the food bank of like, wait, hold on, what is like the this is this is uh like uh, ha- a handbag donation? Like, no, no, it's right. Cash. Trust yeah, me. No, I swear, bite it, eat it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not a bowling ball. I swear, like mm, it looks well, like. I don't a know what ball. you're trying to pull here, sir. <laughs> that is right. that is a bowling ball. <laughs> <laughs> we do not need yeah. that. Yeah, there's a lot of cake wasted here. Yeah, um, yeah. We didn't talk about my favorite part of episode one. Yeah, by the way, I do see. Yeah. I do see shots of uh, reaction shots okay. from, from an audience. Yeah. Oh, actually, no. Yeah, I'm okay, sorry. You cool. know what? Maybe it's not annoying. Maybe it's the people who aren't. Uh, yeah, on, I yeah. think it's the other contestants. That's, it. That's, That's it. the audience. Yeah. They I forgot have. about them. Yeah. Yeah. This is a COVID show, Rob. You don't know if we do live studio audences all the time, you know, so maybe. Mm-hmm. That, that's the best we get. That's probably why the gallery exists, honestly, because yeah. you need somebody to react to this cake stuff, because it doesn't really work if Mikey Day is like, oh shit, it's cake! Like mm-hmm. You need like a group participation. You want everybody to be wowed by the cake instead of just yeah. like Mikey Day um, and three you know judges from across the room. Mm-hmm. But yes, my favorite moment of the first episode is my guy Johnny. Because I was I was rooting against Johnny. I was like, Johnny, you showed up here with three years of cake experience. You learned how to make cakes on TikTok. I don't I don't think you're cut out for this, sir. But then Johnny games the system. But halfway through, Johnny, with his lack of experience, his hands started to oh, attack him. Up. Yeah, well, no, he said like a demon child had like risen up inside of his hands oh. and started to make them close. We'll talk about this and on celebrity why- exorcism. Oh no, 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 no. I there's I still need to see the the ratings on that one. I need to see how many ratings we've gotten because I don't think we've agreed to that uh formally yet, Rob. But yes, Johnny is uh working diligently on this cake and he's really trying to make the taco shell look like a taco shell. And so it's taking a lot of pressure. But his hands, they just start to basically attack himself. Mm-hmm. Like and he freaks out. And then it comes back in the second episode where Johnny's hands just start to fail him. And I just think Johnny's not cut out for the competition. It's, oh you know, God. yeah. Like have, have demons ever taken like control of your hands? Demon children specifically, I guess I should ask Rob. No. <laughs> Look, if I've ever like, because I type so much now, you know, it's 2022. Yo. I, haven't, I haven't physically written. Like a lot of things. Oh, I thought but you were going to just right now blame the demon hands for some of your like late night tweets. How dare you? No, I, first of all, I don't tweet. That is not me. I don't know. Somebody, that is cake. <laughs> that is not me. <laughs> those were not tweets. Those were cake. Is it Chappelle or cake? <laughs> yeah, those are not Chappelle tweets. That's definitely cake. It's fondant. Um, but no, I was going to say if I write, with like a pencil yeah. for more than like 20 minutes, my hand feels like it's about to fall off. Like, mm. You know, like I just don't use the pencil writing muscles anymore. Uh, I type so much. And so I felt Johnny in that moment. I was like, yes, please take these. Like I have delicate hands mm-hmm. now. I would not be doing manual labor. Making yeah. <laughs> no, I understand too. Cause my grip strength is terrible. 
like absolutely mm. terrible to hang on a pole. It's not the arms. It's like my fingers. I would never be able to hold. So I, <laughs> I understand uh, poor Johnny, but you know, I'm not going to lie. I think Johnny is a very compelling reality television character. He's wow. adorable. Oh, yeah. He's sweet. He's smart. He's a little like frazzled in the episode. He's funny. Mm-hmm. I think that he's great. I hope that we see him on another reality show sometime. I think that he's a great reality Battle character. of the Netflix reality stars? Maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. Johnny's going to end up on a dating show. Like throughout the first two episodes, he's talking about like, I'm single. I'm out uh-huh. here in the streets. I'm for everybody. Come get me. Johnny's like, I can make cakes. Like I'm funny. I'm frazzled. And I'm single. So check out Johnny if you want to get into it. Like he plugs his TikTok and his content because that's his business. He's a, a crazy cake maker on the on on the interwebs, but he's also looking for love. And so I could very I much mean, see like I think know. he's getting a lot of DMs after this, Chappelle. I'm oh, oh. showing. I've seen a lot of thirst tweets about him. On wow. So, yeah. All right, Johnny. Go off Johnny. Or hunger tweets. Yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. Johnny made that. They want some of his cake yeah. by the ocean. Yeah. Not- <laughs> <laughs> Poor Johnny. His hands were like uh turning on him and it's like, Congratulations, Johnny, you win. You get to come back and make another cake tomorrow. <laughs> Please. Can I have a day oh, off? Yeah. Can I rest? Eight hours to give. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, Johnny. That's what you get for cheating. This is your punishment. Come back. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, the next cake he makes is not as good. He's trying to, like, basically, he makes a bucket hat. Johnny's never worn a bucket hat before. I don't know why he chose the bucket hat. Oh, buck- no, bucket hat was a great choice. A bucket hat already looks like a cake. I feel like that that is very easy. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. And also, like, I do not believe that Johnny's never worn a bucket hat before. Like, look at him. Mm-hmm. He's like the prime, like Brooklyn bucket hat type guy. Mm-hmm. You know, like, now, I'm yeah, like, I what do you mean he's Brooklyn never worn stories one? on the podcast about what's uh, like, I feel like I get to learn so much about what's going on in Bushwick, right? <laughs> yeah, Bushwick. Yeah. Exactly. I, um, it's so funny on the season of drag race, there's a drag queen named Bosco who like out of drag in the confessionals. I'm always like, that is a woman in Bushwick. Like that is mm-hmm. just like at my bar that I go to. Like I always say to my friends, like Bosco lives in Bushwick. I'm telling you, like, let's find her. She's somewhere out here. <laughs> but yes, that's hilarious, Rob. Yes. I live in Bushwick. Mm-hmm. I just realized this is Maggie. Is this the first time we podcasted together? No, I don't think so. Are you are you sure? We had to have done like some after Maggie. like Big Brother episode at some Maggie. point. Because Angel know, said that to me too. She's like, "This is my first time podcasting with you." I was like, "That is not true." Last no, time no, we no. podcasted together, but no. I I can't believe that. I, d- I don't know. I've first. Not, I don't get a lot of the Brooklyn stories. That's why I'm thinking this might be new because I've heard <laughs> the stories because I listen to well, your content. But I, I just moved there last year, so maybe mm-hmm. if we like, I maybe I'm now feeling like strong enough in like my like Brooklyn living to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, oh God, how obnoxious that like one of my personality traits is that I live in freaking Brooklyn. That is so embarrassing mm-hmm. for me. Oh my God, <laughs> not embarrassing. No, no. Great, great podcast stories. <laughs> sure. Yes. Have, Maggie, have you ever come across one of these cakes that look like other items in real life? No. There's a lot of 
bakeries just in New York City in general. So I feel like it would be super easy to get my hands on a cake like this. Like all I would have to do is do a quick little Google search. But can you go um, into a bakery like on the street and say like, hey, I need a cake uh, that looks like Xbox? <laughs> no, I don't think so. But I do think that like I could do a quick Yelp search and mm-hmm. find the like specialty cake place okay. that, you know, I already though, like have so many dietary restrictions that when I got a cake for my birthday, it was like a whole process where they had to use like coffee cake instead of it. So I feel like there's a lot of malleable bakeries around mm-hmm. here that could, you know, doctor something up. Chappelle, if you could have a cake. That was uh, in the in the form of some other inanimate object. What cake would you want? Rob, this is such a hard question because it's kind of like you're asking me, like, what inanimate object would I like to eat? That's what I'm hearing. Yes. You know, like if there's an object like that, you could just like like a bedside table or something like that. Like, would you bite it? And I'm like, more times than not. Yeah, I would. And so like, I don't really think that like this is a hard decision for me. Like maybe like a lamp. Like, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. uh, like but like a lantern not like a regular lamp but just not, like, like not the lanterns yeah yeah um do you think the judges instead of punching on their keypad should they have had to go up and bite, and bite the it. item that they think was cake that is 100%. hilarious that is hilarious yeah. the idea of watching like fortune feemster go up to <laughs> like a purse and be like and like bite down is <laughs> chef's kiss idea. You should have produced the show, Rob. You should have. Yeah. No. Have the have the person who made it just smash it in their face. <laughs> so like it could be cake or it could be tacos. No, I, I, I think that you, you, hands are tied behind their back. They go in face first. Oh is it cake? <laughs> Like, how confident are you that this is cake? No, no, it was a cake. It was, in fact, a shoe. It was a shoe. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I mean, a shoe wouldn't be bad, Rob. You know, I am a sneakerhead. Um, And so uh, I I would would enjoy that. Shoe cake? I need a shoe cake. I need a shoe cake. You know, but I've seen these, like, the, like, the... Not, I won't say miniature, but like the amateur versions of this, you know, where like you go to uh, Walmart or something and you see like the cake that's made to look like the the, the car from cars, like Lightning McQueen or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's just like like a little children's cake, you know, or like if you say Xbox, but I also seen like the older like ratchet ones, you know, like, oh, you're in college and you just turned 23. And so it's a bottle of Ciroc, you know, <laughs> but it's still oh, God, not made. Yeah. You know, we've all the seen martini those glass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, or I was really like, you know, Rob, sometimes women are a little extra. Those like bachelorette oh, cakes, no. Oh, no. No. the ones that be shaped like symbols and figures. Okay, and like, but what about the bachelor cakes? Well, 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 we're not talking about rockers. Don't move the goalposts here. Are there, are there <laughs> like cakes at bachelor parties? Yeah, bachelor parties yeah. don't have cakes. If you, if, if, if you go to a bachelor oh. party and they bring out a cake, it's a bad bachelor party. <laughs> Remember back in like the like the the nineties, wasn't it very popular? Like you bring out a big cake and then like a woman jumps out of it. It was a big deal. <laughs> I think that was Wait, only on TV. I don't think I that ever happened once in real life. I have a New York cake story. Actually, I was at a club. It was a gay club in um, Hell's Kitchen, and I was there with a couple of my friends. And these people were doing like a some type of bachelor bachelor party. I don't know who 
whatever. It was like a we're getting married party and they had a cake that was shaped, you know, and it was a gay club. So you can assume what it was shaped like. And they were like, we're not going to eat all this. Do you guys want this? So me and my friends finished <laughs> up the the phallic cake at the club. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and no, like, I, it was cake. It was. And it so, was good. No yeah. question about that. Yeah. <laughs> Did it feel like excessive not- frosting, Maggie? <laughs> it was it was purely funfetti, a great time. Mm-hmm. You know, like, no Maggie's like, I need to confirm that this is definitely cake before I bite it. Mm-hmm. Like 100% <laughs> it is cake. <laughs> Like, like, please, please don't bite it until you know. Um, but yeah, so I, I've seen these cakes in real life, you know, like the ones that look, but never just to this level of detail, you know. Um, in episode two, um, the woman who wins that uh, competition, Nina, she makes a purse, but it has a strap and threading as well. She goes like the extra mile with making this cake. Nina was fierce. Yeah. She was great. Mm-hmm. At, at, at no point throughout the episode do you think she's not going to win that competition like she just seems like she has <laughs> yep. it all down like this was the the role she was born to play um mm-hmm. you know cake seamstress or mm-hmm. i don't know what do you call a person who makes purses seamstress <laughs> like designer do they have a name a purse maker yeah mm-hmm. purstress Pers- yeah <laughs> Pers- <laughs> it's time for today's lucky land horoscope with victoria cash Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. We haven't talked about the bonus round of you set it up, Chappelle, about how that okay, the person who wins gets to play uh, around. Uh, was it cake or cash? Is that what it's called? Cake or cash? Cake or yes. cash? And so they bring out two different containers stuffed with five thousand dollars cash in one hundred dollar bills. Uh, so. To me, I don't know that just doing the math. So, so five thousand dollars in one hundred dollar bills isn't that just like fifty bills? Like it's like a giant sack. <laughs> like I feel like that. You know, uh, like I'm sure. Like if you, if you have like you know a stack of a hundred, it's like sure that looks pretty impressive. But I don't think it fills like a big sack like that. Unless it's like that, oh, hundreds on the top and it's all ones inside the sack. I think that the sack is either filled with cake or like styrofoam. Yeah. So like it's not like money is the other option here. Yeah. It's like cake or pillow stuffing. So there's already mm-hmm. some level of fraud going on here with what this is. But so they so there's a, a sack of money, uh two sacks of money, but one of them is cake. And you have to pick the one that is cake. Cake. Shouldn't it you have king. to pick the one that is the money? I mean, it's the same decision, really. <laughs> You're picking the one. You, you got to look at them both and uh, be it's like, just well, this was taken, to that's me. Like, you pick out the one that is cake, and then you will get the money. It's like, no, which of these two things do you want? The name uh, of the show is Is It Cake, Rob? Mm-hmm. They're picking yeah, Is not, It is Cake. It <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I think yeah. it would have made more sense, though. So it's like, I was like we're going to destroy the one that you pick. So if you picked out the money, say goodbye. <laughs> Oh no, that's that is horrible. Like if you pick the money and they just like destroy it in front of you, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like 
That that would be pretty bad if they just like you take the money. Sorry, just like shred it, you know, mm-hmm. um, throw it into an incinerator. No, but um, I guess it's because you you force the judges to make this decision from across the room, so you should be able to do it too. The judges have to decide which one is cake, and so do you. And so um, they in the first episode, Johnny does a really good job of identifying it. Personally, I was vindicated because I too realized that that was the cake. But in the second episode, I was not as lucky. I don't know what it was. Ooh, I knew. Moment. How'd you know? Uh, see, one of the shopping bags was like face, like leaning forward. So I knew it was oh. real because they wouldn't have made a cake that was leaning forward. Yeah, so that's how oh, I know. Look at mm-hmm. you, see, now I got to watch the episode three to like to to like like redeem myself because like when Mikey Day walks over to it, it was at that moment I knew I was like, God dang it, that that's the money. Um because I saw um the money move a little bit. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I was like, I feel like cake doesn't really like move. It's like if you wiggle it like the like the money isn't gonna like be like, you know, mm-hmm. as flexible. Um and so I but it so I realized it, but it was too late. I already made my decision and I had mm-hmm. to live with it. But I will be watching episode three now because now I know what to look for in the cake bag. Um it was definitely leaning forward. Yeah. Rob, did you get any of these right? Um, it's hard to say because I, I watched them twice. I watched I, I watched the first episode twice. I watched it once with my kids who my and my kids really liked it. But, uh, you know, and maybe that's where my frustration was that like I was watching with my kids and the parts where they were like guessing, is it cake? My kids were really interested in. And then it was Aww. like then when they weren't guessing which is the real cake then my kids were like leaving the room and totally like uninterested so (laughs) yeah that made it sort of a less fun viewing experience for me to be watching this uh, as a family yeah that's that's so interesting i i it's so funny when you were talking about um because i was wondering if you watched it with your kids because i do feel like it's a good show Mm -hmm. to watch you know with kids and um when you were asking Chappelle like what inanimate object he would want i was like i wonder if Dominic watched it because I feel like for his I don't know when his birthday is but if it's in the summertime I feel like the perfect cake for Dominic's birthday is like a power of veto (laughs) we all know how much he loves Big Brother we give him a power of veto yeah Pardon? It's like a one-person cake. It's very, it'd be very tiny cake. No, do a big one. No, you a just power frost it. No, yeah, you frost it. It's a big oh, yeah. circle cake, and then you frost it. Like, oh yeah, me and Nicole space. can make that. That could be a box cake. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. But you know, that's what I'm saying. Is it cake for the? Is fun for the whole family? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's your oh. first foray. It's not Lightning so, McQueen. Yeah, Simple. yeah. So, so Rob. You're committing to this right now on the podcast. Make Dominic a power of veto cake. Yeah, I feel like that. that, I mean, if it doesn't have to look actually like like mistaken for the power of veto. um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that that wouldn't be that hard. I think you just make a cake like in sort of like a circle tin and then just cut out the pieces that aren't supposed to be there. When's his birthday? Is it the summer? September 20th. It's a Big Brother finale. Ooh! Yeah. That's perfect. Perfect And if he's still into it, like I know how it is with kids, they change what they're into like Mm -hmm. 40 times a year. So if he's still into it, I feel like that's the perfect case for Dominic's birthday. Yeah, I think he'd be into it. He'd like it. If there's... If there's a showman involved, he'll be around for a while. So just like a uh, stop, let's see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dominic. Mm-hmm. He, he likes he what likes he likes, the then that's stop. okay. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But I think you should commit to he it. I, I commit to it. Yeah, make it a diamond power veto. You know, spice oh, it up. Oh, uh, well, that's like a Jello mold. I think. 
You sound like you know what you're talking about. You sound like you know what you're talking about. That's all I'm saying. Mm -hmm. I would like to see it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I didn't see any clear cakes. Mm. You could you could with gems on top. (laughs) Yeah, edible gems. (laughs) Gems. Yes. Use use real diamonds. Mm -hmm. It's fine. This is your son. Why would you? Why would you cut corners on this one? You you only have two. You know. One of the things that I did like uh, in the second episode was that it came down to the taste test because I, I felt like in watching the first episode, I'm like, yeah, sure, it, may, it looks like cake, but I bet it tastes like garbage. I, I bet they're sort of like just <laughs> yeah. focused on like, how do I make this? I like that they have to keep in the element of like, uh, does this still have a good flavor? Yeah, and and they they didn't really talk about it. Mm-hmm. But Maggie, throughout the first episode, they were talking so much about like what, how, like what kind of flavors is going to be in this cake? Why, like what they're trying to do with the cake, like how it's going to taste. And I was like, but what does it matter? Like how is yeah. the roll cake together and focus on the outside, you yeah. know, and not even care about the taste. But then to find out in the second episode that it actually does matter. I was like, okay. Like yeah, yeah, and I think that the thing is though, like Chappelle, as like we are notorious haters of fondant and buttercream, like. Mm-hmm. it's going to taste gross to us no matter what. Like, because it's 100%. just piled with fondant. Can everything. I, so, I watched yeah. two episodes of this. I still don't know what fondant is. It's like it's icing. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's icing, but it's um like, like a layer of icing. Like it's, it's sort of like, um you know how when you make a pie and you flatten out a pie crust okay. and like you lay it all in. So it's nice and smooth. That's sort of like fondant. Um, It's like super sweet and sugar. It's not sweet though. It's like super sugary and like, yeah. It, it And it's just a flat sheet so that if you put it over something, it'll like lay flat or like follow the ridges of the cake basically. Cause you know how, when you ice it, it's like, it, it, it's sort of like you glued over mm-hmm. top, yeah. you know, like fondant is like you took saran wrap and put it on top of it. Okay. You know? It normally comes in like, like, like you'll see it in like, like almost like a clay form on this show, mm-hmm. like where they're like wrapping it on stuff. But then also like they have like a liquid version of it too, but mm-hmm. it's basically just like a way to use icing for these cake decorations without it looking like, you know, the piping icing like that like Maggie was talking about. It looks like it. It yeah. looks like it could be, like you could just like like paint your cake with it, you know, to to give it a little flair. But again, I just don't want any of that mm-hmm. on my cake. Yeah, I it's not good. Cake. It doesn't yeah. taste awesome. I mean, mm-hmm. to me, if there's fondant nah. lovers out there, like hit me up, I guess. But I, it's not right. my favorite thing in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I almost never eat, like if I'm at a wedding or something. I never eat the cake. It's just too much, um, like buttercream, too much uh, stuff on there. These like uh, little flowers and shit. I like just give me the cake. Give me, like, a I literally, cake. especially with like um, you know cupcakes. It's like mm-hmm. the cupcake is this big, and then mm-hmm. the frosting is like double the size. I wipe the, I undo yes. the, the thing, wipe all of the frosting off onto the like cupcake part, the paper, and then mm-hmm. I just eat the cake. That's my, my mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I yeah, I'm not. A, I don't. Well, I've already talked about this, but I don't eat ice cream either. So like, I was oh, the worst. Really? Kid to, yeah, I, I was the worst kid to have a birthday party for because you know like. Parents are always like, let's do cake and ice cream. Even my own mom, who after you would think the first 12 or 13 birthday party, she would have got it by then that I don't mm-hmm. want this. She does so did not care. But it was one of those things where like you go to somebody else's and they're like, do you want cake and ice cream? No, I'm good. Like, oh, no, have some. Like, no, seriously, I don't want this. Like, well, what do you want? Anything? Some chips? I Just don't know. candy like, what corn, th- please. 
I mean, yeah. <laughs> What's your sweet you? of choice then, Chappelle? I don't. I'm not a. Re- I'm not a big dessert person. I mean, I'll, I'll do it, but I'm not like it's not my go-to. Now, of course, I am famously pro candy corn. I know it's controversial. Mm. Um, and yeah, you. I guess don't have a sweet tooth. <laughs> I look. I, I don't. That's like, a savory pop? tooth. Do you drink uh, pop, Maggie? What is that? Soda. Do you drink that? Oh, it's just like please, please speak Texas to me. Yes, <laughs> I, I, I don't drink. I don't drink soda often. Like every now and then, because because that's just chock full of sugar, Maggie. At some point, you have no, to. No, I know the, that's what I'm crack. saying. Okay, so I used to be like, <laughs> I used to also be like, I don't have a sweet tooth. Like I don't like cake. I don't really like cookies. It's too much. But then I was drinking a pop every day. Like clearly, yes, I yeah. had a sweet tooth, and it was being satisfied in other places. Yeah. But that is so because uh, I was like, okay, I'm gonna get him on the pop. He probably just oh, yeah. to pop. But no, no, it sounds like you just like don't have a sweet tooth. I'm not a sweets guy, but um, but I do. I like a good cookie. Like you give me a cookie, mm-hmm. give me oh, let it be infused. I'll eat whatever. I don't care. You would <laughs> <laughs> when you come for know it alls, Chappelle. I'm gonna take you to Levain, and we're gonna get a cookie. Is it infused? If you like cookies? No, it's not. Uh, but well, it's I'm gonna delicious. bring you a cookie. And you make them not on the plane. Don't do that. It's, that no, 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 no. We're gonna play a different game. Is it infused? Okay. That's gonna be the game. <laughs> if anybody sees me and Chappelle at Know It Alls, you'll you'll be able to guess. You guys can play the game. Is Was it infused? It infused? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Spoiler alert! It will be. I just yeah. don't know where I'm going to buy it. Yeah. <laughs> can they do? Is it a cookie? No. Wait. Well, no. like what? What? What constitutes a cookie? Versus oh, a cake, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, like what is the definition? Yeah, don't ask here? Because, oh, yeah. I would like, rather do a cookie cake than a cake any day. Oh mm-hmm. yes, Maggie, mm-hmm. preach, queen. Mm-hmm. Yes, give me a <laughs> yeah. cookie cake. I'm not a big cake person either. Yes, this is a an anti-cake podcast. We'll take yeah. it. If yeah. anything, mm-hmm. I, I like a cake that has to be like super like rich. Like uh, I like a like a flourless chocolate cake or something like that. Like even cheesecake. What is that? Yeah. What is a flourless chocolate cake? It's like super, super, super chocolatey. I can take, I'm not kidding, Rob, like one bite of something like that and I would be satisfied. It's yeah. too much. It overwhelms yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. Same. I wouldn't eat the whole thing. Oh. It's just that that's what I would like. You you know, my cake outlier, like I have the one. I yeah, do have this it? one cake that has my number. The the bakery, nothing but cakes. Oh my God. It's like a franchise. Nothing I don't but know if y'all are familiar with it. Nothing bunch cakes. Okay. And the, every year on my birthday, they send me like an email and say like, "Hey, it's nothing bunch cake. You wanna? It's your birthday. Come get your bunch cake." And it's like this little bunch cake. Um, and I don't know, like they just like sprinkle crack on it because it is addictive. And I just like, oh, I will drive far and wide to go collect my bunch cake. Um, the flavors. Those people, like I said, I don't even like cake, but it, like I'm like Maggie, I, I can just eat one piece of it. And be fine, mm-hmm. but it's so good that I will eat a bite of that cake every day, just like one bite, and then go on about my day. Yes. Um, oh my gosh, Chappelle, we are the same. My roommate calls me a psycho because I keep a <laughs> bar of chocolate in our cabinet, and I have one piece every night before bed because it satisfies yeah. me. Like I just have one little piece of like dark chocolate, so it's not even like sugary chocolate. It's like eighty yeah. percent cacao. Yeah. I eat that, and I'm like <laughs> delicious. And he's like, "You literally are scary." Like you right. have mental problems. What's going on? And I take mm-hmm. one bite of a brownie every night before bed, but it's just to help me sleep. You know, <laughs> <laughs> this is one bite. I'm fine. I don't have to eat the whole thing. Okay. I'm not going anywhere. This is my chill. 
Hey, anything else on uh, the nothing, uh, nothing, nothing but Netflix but, show? Nothing but cake. <laughs> Is it cake? Um, yeah, I liked it. Like, like I said, it's a, it looks like an easy watch, and like I said, for as a competition show, it has my attention because there are some shows like the Great British Bake Off show where it, it's kind of it's very relaxed. And we talked about that is the appeal of the show. It is very much like it is about the artistry of making the cake and about baking and these people putting their their heart and joy into this cake, like their soul into it. And then you got this where it's like, no, let's do wacky stuff. Let's do all the mm-hmm. stupid stuff that we took out of that show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and do a gimmick. Give me the gimmick. And so I'm fine with this. I'm sure it was easy as hell to produce. Like this has to be a very cheap show to mm-hmm. produce. I would mm-hmm. not be shocked if we did it a, a few more times. But just the idea that this basically came from a Twitter tw- trend is what really has my attention. Those days where you would get on Twitter and you'd look at a rack of ribs and be like, oh my God, that looks so good. And someone would just slice into it and be cake. <laughs> it was gut wrenching. But it spawned this show. And I'm okay with that. So I really did enjoy it, Maggie. You know, Chappelle, it's so funny because as I was watching the first episode with my roommate, he said this would be the perfect show to watch, you know, if we were eating something infused. 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 If we were playing is infused because it would be very fun to watch and, and be like, yeah. this is cake. This is a cake. So now it's come full circle. And, you know, you're saying, like, I feel like this is the perfect, like, late night, yeah. chill out have a glass or two or enjoy yourself else uh, right. in another way, you know, right. Much like the subject matter it covers. I think this show is not a main course. Uh, like mm-hmm. it, it is a snack. It is a dessert. And, and I think that should be treated as, as such where like, I, I don't think that this is uh, something that you would like uh, have as like the main thing you're doing, but this is a great show to have on, like, as yes. you are just, like, doing things around your house. You could probably have uh, all eight episodes just, like, play and not even realize that they're over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, but I think most cake shows are like that. You know, mm-hmm. I think really, like, when you dive deep into it, like, you, I know we found ourselves in Food food Network wormholes before where you just look up and you're like, is, is this still on? Like, is this show still on TV? I'm not going to change it, but I'm like, why are they still doing this? Why are they still baking cakes? Or are Chappelle, they still nailing it? There was a summer in college where I watched, mm-hmm. I'm not kidding, 50 episodes of this show called Cutthroat Kitchen. Oh my god! Yes. Have you ever heard of it? Where yes. they like sabotage each other? Mm-hmm. It, it was like perfect for me to just like turn off my brain and watch this cutthroat kitchen show and watch people have to cook their entire like pasta dish on upside down pots. Like that's mm-hmm. literally like it was so perfect. And this is very similar. I feel it's gimmicky. It's quick. It's you know you have to cook on upside down like pots. That's like they would literally sabotage them where it's like they um, like take away a bunch of stuff and then you have to like so you would win like five thousand dollars at the end of the round Mm -hmm. or like you start with ten thousand dollars and then they're like this is the sabotage like these are all the sabotages Um, and you can buy this sabotage and give it to somebody else or you can save your money. So at the end, if you win, like you're pulling from your own pot of money. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. literally they would like one of the sabotages was like cook on upside down pots and pans and stuff. But this is I I just I brought it up to say this is very similar, like yeah. you know, vibe. If if you haven't sat through six hundred and twenty-five episodes of Chopped in one day, then we're not the same. <laughs> we're just not 
you know, like I, I, it's on TV and it wasn't bothering me. It's like, it's either this or eight hours of Law and Order SVU. Mm-hmm. I'm, I might Chappelle. go either one. Chappelle, we, we are the same. Let's do it. <laughs> like, like, this is it. Like, what are you talking about? Like, I, why would I change the channel? That's too much work. They're just going to keep playing this and I'm going to keep watching it. And so oh this is right along, alongside with that. Give me four more seasons of this and potentially a movie. I'll take a it. movie. Wow. <laughs> that is so funny. Like literally, you just named my entire taste. <laughs> yeah. my taste taste. in cake. Mm-hmm. My taste in binge television shows. <laughs> this was our first podcast together. You cannot tell me different. I'm sorry. We we would have we talked if about this. Was, if there was one prior, this one yeah. takes the cake. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, ding. (laughs) Should we talk about what's coming up next week on Nothing But Netflix? A lot of stuff dropping on Netflix. Yeah. So, Rob, I think we have an idea for what we want to do next week, but Mm. I do want to explore the other stuff that's coming out. Like I I said, we already made our decision. It's been a minute minute since we talked about what else is on Netflix right now. Yeah, and we have Maggie here who has immaculate taste as we've already explored. So, yeah, I think we can talk about the the new on Netflix. Let's talk about the top 10. Uh, Number one right now, of course, no surprise, uh, Bridgerton is back, uh, of course, uh, that we defer to our friends over on the post-show recaps uh, for episode-by-episode coverage of Bridgerton. Probably better than we could do. I think it's safe to say, right? A hundred percent. Have you seen Have you seen the I did watch the first one. yeah. yeah, they're the heavy hitters. They are the heavy hitters. Okay, uh, Adam Project is still at number four. We covered that a couple of weeks ago. I feel like that almost nobody is talks about Adam Project because people are still watching it. Yeah, it was a little late to the party. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maggie, did you watch it? No, I didn't. But it's a family movie, right? Like it's very it's much family-ish. Like, like uh, yeah, yeah. there's a family in it. I would imagine that it's the type of movie like we're on spring break sort of around the country that like if you're at Mm -hmm. home with your family for the night, you're going to put that on, which is probably why it's not getting a ton of like traction on Twitter, because I don't know that like early people in their early 20s are like, this is the movie I'm trying to watch tonight. But like, yeah, for us, like a a family or, you know, like, I I don't know. That's what I would think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Makes sense. All right. Um, Then. Also, uh, I see human resources is in the top nine. I know Postal Recaps also has some coverage on uh, that if you're seeking that out. Um, Rob, the Lindsay Wilson is covering yes, that. On yes, yes, I was Grace Leader on uh, yeah. human resources. Okay, Chappelle, there's a brand out. new documentary on Netflix uh, that's uh, arriving this week. It's called The Principles of Pleasure. Should we check that out? The principle of pleasure. What is it? What is it? Sex, joy, and modern science converge in this eye-opening series that celebrates the complex world of women's pleasure and puts stubborn myths yes. to rest. Yes. Do it. If we do it, we got to bring back Maggie as our guest. Okay. It's a, it's <laughs> oh, a three-part oh, gosh, series. That's embarrassing for me, but okay, let's do it. <laughs> you, you threw us right under the bus, Maggie. Like, yes, do it. Like, okay, well, you're coming yes. too. Um, yeah, that's it's hilarious. Um, yeah, put a pin in that yeah, one. <laughs> add, add that to the queue. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, That's very funny. All right. Then coming next or coming this week, uh, there's something called Trivia Quest, which seems like it's an interactive game show to Netflix. They, they experiment with some of this uh, interactive stuff. Trivia yeah. Quest used to be like a game on your phone, right? Ah. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, 10 years just- ago? 
Yeah, it's the same thing. It's the same exact thing, like animated with like the cartoons kind of doing like the answering the questions and it's multiple choice. But I guess it's for you to be able to play at home in like mm-hmm. the same vein of, uh, you know, some of these interactive Netflix shows that, you know, allow you to choose your own adventure, answer questions throughout. Um, I don't know if it would be good podcasting material mm-hmm. to tell everybody exactly how much I don't know, but they uh, probably already know if they've been listening to this, yeah. that I'm not the smartest. There's <laughs> a film called The Bubble, uh, which is billed as uh, sneaking out, hooking up, melting down. The cast and crew of a blockbuster action franchise attempt to shoot a sequel while quarantining at a posh hotel. Looks like it's like behind okay. the scenes of like making a movie during COVID, but it's a fake movie. Oh, so it's mm. like it's the story of that if it was a true premise. Yes, but it's a, you know, uh, it is fiction. Okay. That actually sounds interesting. It, yeah. It does sound interesting. Very and we have a couple like very like uh like good filmmakers and people in the film industry in uh, our podcast realm, yes. you know, I'm um, sure we could reach out to maybe like a Matt Scott or somebody who's yes. directed stuff before. Um, and also that Sam Moore is telling us that that is a Judd Apatow film. Oh, that'll be uh, great, great then. Mm-hmm. The bubble. Is Leslie Mann in the film? I'm not sure. That, that is how I decide if I'm going to watch a Judd Apatow Why? film. You will watch if she is in it or if she is not in it. I'm a man stan. Yeah. Je- Je- Leslie man is stan. amazing. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Karen Gillen, uh, Iris Apatow. There's another one? Yeah, there's yeah, two. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's the, the little one. The, the, is she, she, Iris isn't the one on Euphoria, right? Nope. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, the Fred other Armisen, David Duchovny. Oh, Keegan Michael Key. Uh, Kate McKinnon, Pedro Pascal. So, uh, a yeah. cast, Rob. We it's might have cast. to do it. Yeah, rated yeah. R, Chappelle. I don't know. I know you don't like uh, stuff that's R-rated. Yeah, ew, adults, gross. <laughs> yeah, bring yeah, bring me Coco Melon. You know, we never really did Coco Melon. I think I was robbed. We, well, it's still it, in the top ten. It's still in the top ten. We can do it any yeah. way we want. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Evergreen, that Coco Melon. Yes. And then stuff coming next week. There's something called uh, Metal Lords, <laughs> which is, <laughs> uh, looks like it's a comedy uh, for teenage misfits. Hunter and Kevin, the path to glory is clear. Devote themselves to metal, win battle of the bands, and be worshipped like gods. That's fun. Yeah, it seems like a, fun, uh, like a funny it, premise. It does sound fun. Barbie, yeah, it, it takes two. Fun. So, Sparky, it takes yeah. two. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. But Chappelle, I, I believe that we are pretty set on what we're going to cover next week. Yes. I think next week, this show was actually like very like in high demand on nothing but Netflix. Like the Twitter account was getting some DMs. We've been talking about it in the Discord. It's the buzz. Um, we are going to dive into the fast and amazing world of Formula One racing. And talk about Formula One Drive to Survive. Um, and I think we have a guest for that already confirmed. Mm-hmm. Um, it is my, uh, I, I have not talked to this person since we did the uh, top 40 Survivor countdown, but we talked about um, Survivor, the Australian Outback, Miss Amy Chan. Yes. And so I think Amy is going to catch us up. So this show is, a, is on season four. Well, there is no world where Rob and I are going to be able to watch 40 episodes of television. So we are going to jump in to season four, episode one um, and two, and -hmm. let Amy catch us up on everything else as we talk about Formula One Drive Drive to to Survive. survive. Yeah, I hear from everybody that watches this show. It's incredible. 
Yeah, the, uh, the average person that I hear about, like, hey, I didn't care about NASCAR. I don't watch NASCAR. I don't, I don't know anything about it. I love this. This was uh, incredible reality TV. I've seen a few episodes. I've saw, I saw I saw parts of the first season, and yeah, it was really good. And I'm thinking that we can jump into season four, episodes one and two, yeah. because like I I just really doubt the amount of characters and and racers and companies that they're balancing that they're, they're still following the same people that they were following since season one, mm-hmm. or like or that you have to be following very closely to know what's going on. I'm pretty sure Amy is skilled enough to like catch us up right. and uh, and we'll enjoy it. I think you really will like it. And like I did with you, if anybody has any uh, great videos to sort of like catch up on what I might have missed in the first couple of seasons of uh, Formula One uh, on Netflix, please like shoot me those links and I will watch them before I dive into season four. Yeah, okay. tweet us the hotspots. Let us know what uh, what we should be missing. Like, give us the highlights, you know, so that way when Amy starts dropping the gems, we'll know what she's talking about. And so, uh, yeah, I think it's going to be a good time. And uh, I haven't talked to Amy in a while, so this is going to be fun. Mm-hmm. Boy, you know how I can tell that Bridgerton is huge on Netflix right now? How? I just got an email from Uber Eats uh, that says, Burgerton season is afoot at Chili's, Chappelle. <sighs> Look, the people want the Bridgerton content. I've been seeing it all day. I think even uh, Janelle from Big Brother was like, well, Bridgerton's out. I'll be glued to my, uh, what'd she say? I'll be merged with my sheets uh, as Whoa. I binge watch this show. Yeah. I was like, Janelle, I'm halfway through. I'm already halfway really, through. Really, Maggie? So, yeah, I watched it last night. It's great. See? It's mm-hmm. a big deal. And so, yeah, luckily, Punctual Recaps has handled. Yeah. What? Even without the Duke. You know, okay, so this is my thing. Um, that last season, the Duke uh, was the most handsome man I've ever seen on television. Yes. So I felt strongly about uh, them. This season... The storyline is super fun. It's essentially Taming of the Shrew, right? It's like, you want the younger hot sister, so you got to get through her older sister, who's mean. Um, and then you fall for the older sister. You know, it's like all of that. Um, and But I was, like, the first three episodes, I was like, they don't really have that much chemistry. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. And then they do. They do. Okay. It, it gets there. Don't, don't you I said they sh- This is a big mistake. Don't do this. Just shut this, the whole thing down if you don't have the Duke. Really? Yeah. Well, I think, okay, so this is what my theory on it. Um, my theory on it is that, uh, the, cause the, uh, Daphne, the, his wife character, the Daphne Bridgerton, she's in this season, but like very much like pops her head in to be like, hello, I'm away from my husband mm-hmm. and child, blah, blah, blah. And yeah, I do if think it wasn't that for if that Duke, had- imagine how much screen time I would have. No, literally. Like, if he was in it, I think that we would see a, a whole storyline of you like ruined them my as career. new parents. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I think her career is just fine, but I do think that she like would have had a lot more to do this season if he had agreed to show up because they would have mm-hmm. given at least two or three scenes an episode to them. Like, they would have a whole storyline about being new parents and like you know. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. All right, and Rob. Yes. You know, not to spoil anything for the future. Have you been seeing there's there's been some rumblings about Squid Game season two? Oh my god, no, yeah. I, I didn't see any rumblings. Yes, they've been talking about its production. I think one of the struggles they're having right now is trying to figure out how to change those childhood games to where it still grabs everyone's attention, but it's not the same as the Squid Game that we know from before. So, mm. Rob, in the near future, we could be talking about Squid Game uh, two. 
and uh, discussing all the craziness that can happen when they bring back that show that I said they shouldn't have brought back. Like I really thought they had everything that they needed. Mm-hmm. They got what they sure wanted. It up. But mm-hmm. yeah, and now now they yes. have to like uh, the you Chappelle know, recapture the money. Magic. But the money. Money. Yes. is that what it's the right Duke there. left Bridgerton to go do? Squid Game too. Mm, makes <laughs> sense. Mm-hmm. Okay. Maggie, where can we keep up with what you're doing? Yes, you can find me right now. I'm covering Temptation Island oh. with the incredible Kirsten McKinnis yes. over on the Hot Dummies on Islands feed in the Rehab Up Network. We cover that week to week, trying to get Chappelle to come on. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know if it's going to work out with his schedule. Trying to get you to come on at one point, Rob. Yes. I don't know if that's going to work out with your schedule either, but trying. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm also doing Big Brother Canada. Um, I'll be on the update on Monday to talk about what everyone's doing in there. And you can find me on Instagram and TikTok at MLMorgan underscore. Okay. Great job talking about all of the cake here today with us. Chappelle, what's Thanks, coming Rob. up for you? Um, stuff, you know, mm-hmm. I, podcasting, you know, regular life sure. stuff. But, um, yeah. So I think, uh, most recently, I am starting our uh, season of Atlanta on Post Show Recaps. Yes. So, uh, myself, Latanya Starks, and Mari Fourth are all covering that. Season three just started. They dropped two episodes on the first, like yesterday. And so we have to podcast about two episodes this week. It's going to be a little tiring, but we're going to get it done. Uh, so we're going to be talking about every season, of, oh, every episode of Atlanta um, on Post Show Recaps. Can I ask you a question? And, uh, that, how do you watch the old episodes of Atlanta if you want to catch up? Hulu, it's on Hulu, it's Hulu. or you, yeah. uh, YouTube TV, whatever. Yeah, it's out there. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's very easy. It's an easy watch. Uh, very quick. Episodes are t- very short. Well, at least they were. I think this last episode was kind of mm-hmm. long to me. It's a 30-minute show or it's an hour show? No, it's a 30-minute show. Oh, uh, but, oh that changes yeah. everything. Right. It's 30 <laughs> minutes and some change. It's 30 minutes and some change sometime, but not, it's not an hour. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so they dropped two episodes of that. So we're trying to keep up and, catch, and, and make sure the content is out for that. Um, Bel Air is still on. There's two more mm-hmm. episodes left. Puya and I are covering uh, Bel Air on Post Show Recaps, and we're having the time of our lives. We're creeping up on the finale. Um, I just I could not say how much fun I'm having talking to Puya about the show. So check that out if you haven't already on Post Show Recaps. Um, and then I'm so, uh, still on Post Show Recaps. Post Show Recaps have my whole life in their hands. You know? Yeah. Did you notice this? <laughs> I, like, I am talking about The Walking Dead on Post Show Recaps with AJ. Mass and Jessica Lee's and Josh Wiggler. And I believe you're still I watching a, that, Chappelle. I can't. I was a season. Okay, this is the thing. Like, we literally have the exact same taste because I was in with The Walking uh-huh. Dead until like season five. And then mm-hmm. I had yeah. to let it go. It was time for yeah. me to let it go. A lot of people, a lot of people felt uh-huh. that. That's, yeah. that's normal, but the show has gotten good in like this last season they really have like started to hit some notes that i like and so i'm enjoying myself over there too um but yeah that's what i got going on um heavy on the post show recast right now and of course talking to you rob every chance i get okay all right and thank you so much again for joining us here on nothing but netflix we'll be back next week to talk about all of the formula one racing going on on netflix uh thanks for checking everything out and of course uh we got so much more going on over at robin's website.com take care everybody have a good one bye with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.